This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, of course, um, all lined up along the shore looking for good skipping stones. It was me. It was He-Man. It was Dennis Kucinich. It was Vera Wang. And we are going to see who can do the most skips. And there's sort of an overturned boat out maybe 60 yards out. And we're saying that who can hit the boat, but has to skip at least four times before it touches the boat. You can't just throw it at the boat. That's cheating, Dennis Kucinich. Mm-hmm. Mm, you threw it you at the boat. You can't do one huge skip that goes all the way, you know, skips right in the middle, Vero-ing. Mm-hmm. It has to skip four times at least, could skip seven or eight, and then make contact with the overturned boat, He-Man. So... As we're doing this, I'm trying a new technique where I'm almost like backhand flinging it and I'm getting this like sick ass spin and it's going Mm -hmm. like around like in circles almost and it's fucking like pretty ill, but I'm not getting the distance I want. And we're and we're hearing this noise that's very annoying. That's like, yeah, help my boat. (laughs) I'm drowning. (laughs) And like you're trying <laughs> to save them in this way that's like, hey, like we're here. We are here. We're, we're here. You see, it's possible you. to be on shore. Yes. We're showing you what to do. And also, they're sort of getting pissed. A- away from the boat, there's actually an outside here where there's rocks. Do you hear yes. that? That's rocks. It's really lead by example, you know, because yes. we're, you know, we're sort of saying like, hey, like this is what you kind of want to be doing. Like, why don't you close your mouth, open your ears and listen for a second. This and is the also, direction of rocks. The rock direction, which he's pissed that we're throwing the rocks towards him, but we're not throwing them at him. We're throwing them at the boat. Mm. And also, if you just shut up and let us do it, Ultimately, He-Man might throw a big enough rock or enough rocks that it actually makes you can stand on it. So enough rocks are hitting the bow and falling to the floor. And eventually, Mm -hmm. you're standing on essentially an island. Well, that's the hope. If only this guy would shut up and stop like criticizing everything. Because then he's also like, that technique's not going to work. You can't get the... You don't have the leverage. Like, you're not using your body. It's all arm. And I'm going like, hey, pal, I'm not the one who's drowning in the water. Thank you very much. So anyway, I, I don't totally remember how it all shook out. I was on uh, a bunch of lewds, man. Memorable for Fall Street. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names dropping on the names, red carpet line back always, always in this industry we call showbiz. showbiz. Welcome back, Jamie Loftus. What up, what up? uh, We're seeing you. We see you. We love you. We admire you. Uh, We're doing the show with Jamie. You honor us by coming and being a part of the show. Well, I, I, I did make a concerted choice. I wanted to be... I like that I'm vertical and you're all horizontal. I think that that is a choice that I made. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uplifting. It really lengthens you, you out. Zoom it on the phone? I do it on the phone. I do it you on the phone. You zoom it on the phone. And I've I been, do it on the phone. And I've been vertical myself when I zoom in on the phone. No kidding. And the camera's nice. It's all very cool. I feel like I have more control. Jamie's, you have a dog and a cat. I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Flea and Sunny. Have they kissed before? They, uh, the cat kisses the dog. The dog is a little distant. For how long? What do they but do it like? What do they do it like? They do it like, okay, so, uh, when the dog is very still, the cat comes up behind the dog, puts a paw 
on the back flank of the dog as if to say, mm-hmm. hey, just checking in. Hey, just yeah. letting you know I'm about to kiss you. He checks in. Hey, if you could just, just I'm I'm here. I am about to kiss you. I don't want to. Thing is, the dog has a lot, is very furry and the cat is very small. So he doesn't mm. usually feel the tap tap for the check in. Oh, boy. And mm. then he just goes straight in for the mouth, licking the back flank. Dog gets mad. Dog puts, you know, the, a little bit of the cat in his mouth and he spits it out as a warning. Cat but just, runs puts, away. just puts a little piece of the cat in his mouth. Just a little, just, just a little scruff. Just a little scruff. Okay. This, yeah. This, yeah. I, this part of you now is in my mouth. Think about that, cat. Remember that next time. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I actually did try to warn you, and I and I actually did indicate that a kiss was coming. So this reaction, I'm kind of like extremely unwarranted like, and a bit dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He puts his paw on the on the back flank, which is customary. I'm pretty sure in an exchange like this, check mm-hmm. in on the back mm-hmm. flank. If you don't get a reaction, uh, mm-hmm. you know it's it's a go ahead. It's a little different for them than it is. What it for is us. if you're sure. behind someone, it's a light. It's a a couple fingers on the hamstring. Yeah, and that's saying, kiss coming, and then kiss the, on the and way. And, there's, and that's your opportunity, right, mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, I'm busy." <laughs> yes. That's the equivalent of the package, the package tracker, where like you get the email saying, "Like, hey, your package is in Arizona now, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh no, 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 stop, stop it, hey, send it back." Send the, the, yes, I'm busy right now. I don't want. Yeah, it's kind of the it's that step in the pizza tracker of like, well, he's yes. on the way, so. It's kind of too late. It would be really, it would be more work to tell him to turn around. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should just take the pizza. I don't, I mean, you know, I, I think that, that the dog is, uh, is not being receptive, but he's got issues of his own. That I he's don't damaged. That, Sonny is damaged. He's damaged goods. He's, you know, he's been getting he's, a lot of He's honestly damaged bads. He's, Sonny's <laughs> fucked up. That's. He's fucked up. I mean, God I God bless I him. I like him and I can relate. He rocks. Like, Sonny needs Shit. to do some work on himself. He That's sucks. That's the thing is like, you know, some people can turn themselves around and then others are just like, you know, at the core, not very, not very good. He sucks. And- he's fucked. And he's shown no initiative and no uh, desire to really truly dig in and recognize his own flaws. He puts it on the cat, right? Like doubles down on it doubles yeah, down on it every not, single time to me that's not cool that's not an opportunity for growth no Sonny's it's, and it's, it's ugly it's ugly he fucking he's sucks. amazing Sonny's amazing quality. i love sonny sonny's incredible Sonny's he my best friend trash. he's my hero i well it's kind of complicated because it's like i i love sonny but the the fan base is extremely toxic and i think that yes. two things can kind of be true there yes mm-hmm. do you know what i yeah. mean like I and can what is it about sonny, sonny that collects a fan base like that why why do those people gravitate to sunny Mm -hmm. it's not just a coincidence that's -hmm. exactly right i mean and i've read essays on the topic and i think there's been good points made and there's been you know maybe some overly harsh points made but there is something in what he's doing that's appealing to the wrong kind of person for me and he doubles whether it's intentional or not it's if you don't recognize that and then disavow it actively mm-hmm. because now by liking Sonny which I love Sonny he's my best friend I could change plays with anyone in the world be Sonny right now oh that said if I do like him I'm aligning myself with some of the worst people society has to offer and therefore yeah. Sonny must be canceled and Sonny is dead to me you have to yeah it's like when you appear in a picture with Sonny and you post it to Maine you know in stories mm-hmm. maybe that's a little bit di- but if you yeah. post you and Sonny to Maine. That's, that's an permanent. endorsement. The main feed f- picks don't come down. It's <laughs> yeah. I had to a while ago. I mean, I had the foresight, and I'm grateful I did. I scrubbed everything. I took him off Maine. Mm-hmm. He is not. You can't find him on my grid. So if you are, you know, coming to me today saying, "Hey, who's this girl? What's she about?" You don't see any toxic, any toxicity on the Maine. It's gone. It was there. They have programs that you can download that will just eliminate Sonny from your, <laughs> your your online presence entirely. And I am rooting for Sonny. I truly, truly want Sonny to succeed. But Sonny needs to be Sonny needs to be dropped out the window. <laughs> he, this he does this he instant. Does. 
Sonny must be eliminated with extreme prejudice. And I'm one of the people who thinks we have to provide Sonny with a path back to society or else what will become of Sonny and his ilk. I mean, that's again, that's that's a take that can come back to bite you. But I think it actually he should shows be vaporized a lot. of He should be turned into dust. The problem is, you know, there's always a, a risk when you do something like that, that he might just split and then there'll be two you know and that's always been my concern is that yes there'll just be two of them and i couldn't i don't know what i would do either there's one good sunny and one bad sunny now mm-hmm. which like oh no or like now there are two very complicated sunnies that's too much for me i mm-hmm. <sighs> jamie it... cheeseburger choice go what cheeseburger choice cheeseburger choice cheese now okay 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 cheeseburger Uh, choice enough fucking around i just want i just want one (laughs) one cheeseburger is your choice i just want one just one that's cheeseburger choice grilled or in the oven oh oh uh baked cheeseburger just one baked baked but on low lightly baked cheeseburger Lightly baked. Jamie's choice. So this mm-hmm. is so this is a great segue because of course yeah. every episode on our show we do kind of populist uh mm-hmm. like content like cheeseburger choice, something that like everyone can sort of relate to. And at it's home super accessible. They're our making their own the cheeseburger choice. I love I love that. I love that. And yet you have sort of chosen a different path, which is that you yeah. are providing content for a very small like sliver of the uh, cultural intellectual elite uh, in order to get yeah. on uh, to just kind of like have an instant pass to like get on vulture and paste uh, yeah. and mm-hmm. like the, these other uh, very smart it's NPR comedy it's for super yes. consumers it's for it's the 30 rock audience right i mean there's only a couple of them but oh they God. have so they much. all have like unlimited like black cards or whatever they have the thing is there's only four or five of them but they have so much money it's unbelievable mm-hmm. and they're giving it to jamie aren't they they're giving a lot of it to me they're they giving gave it, it to jamie it to me. Mm-hmm. the yeah, money's showing up at your house it Which is, congrats. Yeah. And that's so cool. And we actually would not mind having some of these smart, rich people like us as well. You know, everything we've done so far has been so easy. Yeah, I agree. And just kind of fun and light. And it's not really challenging anyone. And it's not asking anything of the audience. What um, has it changed? You know? Nothing. I mean, I guess does has it, the narrative has the narrative been changed? Well, it delights. I mean, it is you know a I welcome. Like the narrative I think, delights. A welcome salve, a, a a balm on the ills of today, just to sort of mm-hmm. unplug and just listen to something that's just fun and just nice guys talking, be nice. But yeah, we haven't changed the narrative, and I have been looking at your work, and I've been thinking about your work, and I've been trying to figure it out. And what I'm realizing is like, this is some smart stuff. You did Mensa show. I did Mensa show. By definition, the smartest show. Yeah. That was the conclusion I reached by the end. Yeah, anyone so. anyone did this? You mm-hmm. do Be- Bechdel cast. I mean, I'm, am I even saying that right? But it's like this whole like analysis theory. I mean, talk about this stuff. Yeah, you guys want you guys want to talk about uh, feminism in movies? Hayes, what do you think? Is that good for us? Well, I think this is a good topic for for you guys. Have you seen U five seventy one? No, I haven't. Is that is that one good for good for women? Or it not, is really interesting, good? just because what I find really interesting about it mm-hmm. from like a like sort of looking through it from this feminist lens is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the submarine is a girl. Oh, oh yeah. they 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 call her she she her pronouns on on the submarine. They don't. I don't know if they say it. I don't know if they ever say it. But you're just you see it on screen. You're like, okay, that's a girl. That's okay. Have you seen um K nineteen the Widowmaker? I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh really? Oh really? That oh wow, good? that's that surprises me. Um, K nineteen the Widowmaker is interesting, and even just in the title, they are focused on the. The woman's experience because she will yes. be made mm-hmm. a widow by the actions of this submarine, which is also a girl. 
Wow. Okay. So it's kind of about their relationship and, and how they connect and, and help each other grow. Is, is there, is there like some, some growth going on there? This, uh, I mean, the periscope grows higher when they're trying to find something like up. So there's definitely okay. some growth happening there in terms of like at least a lengthening. Um, and speaking yeah, of which, have yeah. you seen down periscope? No, I, well, I, I will say I've heard of it. But mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen it. And now, so this is, and I did not think that we were going to be doing this. I just sort of thought we would like be talking about these movies and you'd be like, oh, I've seen that. Here's my kind of smart perspective on this. That but was the goal, yeah. not seen U571. You have not seen K-19, The Widowmaker. You and have I not seen Down Periscope. Seen and what's, Down Periscope. So what's interesting about all these movies is they are all about submarines that are girls. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, it's, honestly, I... I a concern that I have is that I come off as a fraud in these situations because you're naming all these feminist movies and I've never yeah. heard of them and I don't know what mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, that's really uh, my... I'm really concerned about that too. Well, I, I, you know, I could feel that. I could feel that coming from... And I just, I guess I just want to assure you that, uh, you know, it, it's a process. It's, in, it's imperfect. Yeah, I know I haven't seen Down Periscope yet. Uh, Who do you think directed K-19, The Widowmaker? Can I be honest? I, the the name that came to my head. Mm-hmm. What year? Wait, wait. What year did it come out? Two thousand twelve too. Two thousand two. Two thousand two or two thousand twelve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that. What was the budget of the movie? Yeah, what was the budget? I'm just trying to. I'm trying to narrow it down. Including marketing, and that ninety was my guess. Budget budget's ninety mil, but obviously, uh, obviously, marketing just about doubles it for a big studio film like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, okay, and then it it did did it do well, or is it kind of like a cult, uh, more of a cult movie? Uh, it's not for cults. It's for everybody. It's um, <laughs> okay. Did uh, it did well in my living room? But are you asking if it recouped the? Okay, I'm you asking, could estimate you know, 180 mil. Um, no. It didn't. It didn't get it back. At the, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Was it Ang Lee? Was it? Was that one of his? No, I'm sorry. And actually, and now it's time to tell you oh, what no. the real answer is. What's the answer? And it's Catherine Bigelow. Oh my God! Yeah. The that's that. And for, she wanted so badly for to it to Hayes. be a male director. I'm. I'm really sorry, Hayes. Wow. I wish I. I and you know, wishing. I think that that's, I, I have some, I have some things that I need to work through with Catherine Bigelow and my internalized misogyny because I got, I got to be honest, you know, it, in the big year, I was rooting for Jim, for the mm. Oscar. I was rooting wow. for Jim, mm-hmm. and he didn't mm. get it, and I held on to that, and I stopped engaging with her work, and I think that I have suffered and now as we a result all pay the because. Price. Mm-hmm. Now the show. I haven't seen Detroit. Right? Yeah. I haven't seen Detroit. Mm-mm. But li- listen, I'm right there with you. If we had been able to see Jim up there, not uh. for like best picture, but like for best director, and just oh to my see God. him, wouldn't it have been holding, awesome holding, the, gripping the big fella in again? Her face. Yes, it would and have been to so announce nice. that he potentially remains the king of the world and has been this entire time. Hmm. I would I would have been so happy that night. But then but you know it and and you know good for her. We're happy for her. We I like I like I liked point I liked point break and I like and you know what I like about her is that she's kind of a guys gal. And uh, Oh sure. And I don't think I guess that that's true. Enough of she that. She can mix it up with the fellas. Big stogie oh. a snifter. She- I heard that on the set of K-19, The Widowmaker, she was frequently busting chops. Oh, my God. I, and I bet I bet she would, you know, if not do pranks herself, she would engage with them. She wouldn't scold you for doing a prank. Yeah, sure. Not they, Kathy. It could definitely happen around her. No, I mean... And, and she'd be very normal about it. But I do I do think about a lot. What if, what if Jim had won instead of Kathy and mm-hmm. come on stage and kind of rubbed in her face a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And and wouldn't wouldn't that have been a nice? He moment? snags the big fella around its golden midsection, <laughs> clutches it, 
Yes. Clutches it, you know, and you see his long fingernails because you can't when you're when you're shooting an Avatar movie, you can't you can't clip your fingernails. It's Don't bad. Don't really luck. have a lot of time to go clipping all over here and there, and just and the no, noise no also affects the sound on the movie. If the boom picks up that clipping sound, you're fucked. You're in the edit room forever trying to be like, well, do we have a bell ring or? Mm -hmm. He's got these long ASMR kind of nails that he would just clutch the thing Mm -hmm. with and, and, and say, hey, Kathy. And then it cuts to her and she is so, and she is so mad. And speaking of submarines, he's down there. And one of the oh, like yeah. one of the screws is coming loose. Say, for example, he can use his fingernail, just put it right in there and twist yep. it back around and tighten it again. No, it's essentially he has a multi tool on it at all times, and it's his physical hand, which he has adapted to be more useful. I mean, no one could make the argument that James Cameron uh, doesn't like or respect women because he's in a submarine all the time. Yeah, yes, and the girlfriend, girls- the girlfriend from Pandora was a woman, so. Okay. Think about that, and also I gotta and say we have these. And she changed in- mm-hmm. We have these insane beauty standards for men, where you have to have these short, <laughs> tight nails all the time, and we just like <laughs> expect men to like have all this grooming time. And I'm sorry, I don't know when I'm supposed to do that. And it's also it's not comfortable and it's not practical because how am I going to screw in the submarine? When am I going to do it? I don't like the noise. Like. Come on, Jamie. Sometimes you need some. Na- I, I think that that's, you know, more important than the discussion of women in film is the discussion of of men's nails. And I Please. think that that is a side of masculinity. We don't see explored very often. And sure, there's been some Cartoon Network shows that have, you know, brushed on it. Right. Yes. And said, oh, OK, maybe, you know, totally maybe- subversive, like under the radar. It's almost absurdist. Right. In the way that they tackle it, because we don't talk about this shit. No. And then and then, you know, they finally get the recognition they deserve. And then wait, the show is over, you know, but mm-hmm. I do think that um, it's only like eight minutes. They're only <laughs> by the time you get to anything good, you're like, oh, it's it's over and I have to wait. Yeah. I, I, I like I mean, personally, and I and I think a lot of women would agree uh, I like a, a man with very long nails, mm-hmm. and when you see and and you know it when you see it. I've always said this uh, yes. with 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 men who have you know kind of longer nails. You know it when you see it, and and when it feels right, it feels right. Imagine Jim up there, yeah, having secured the bag, which stands for big ass gold man. <laughs> it, it is warm grip. Just pumping it up and down up there. He puts it down. It's we should wet. have had that. So big ass had. gold man is all wet. His <laughs> the gold man's wet, but his hands are like sandpaper, and they're just grinding. <laughs> look, gold filings flying off onto the podium as he speaks, and sort of winds his hand around it. He's whittling. He's well, whittling just... the man. That's just the climate of New Zealand that'll do that to your hands. Mm-hmm. I hate to get off topic, because but but I he should have won, and I think that that the world would be a little different if he had. Mm-hmm. He'd be king mm-hmm. again. It's these little he inflection points, yeah, where we that we see where we go. Oh wait, if I actually work backwards, like this is where it went wrong, and it was with Avatar. I'm working on an essay for Refinery29 that kind of explores that. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Well, don't Jamie. blow by this. Thank Jamie. you. I mean, talk about You didn't tell the us bag. this. Way to bury the lead. No, it's an essay yeah. for, yes, for Refinery29. Yes. Jamie. Yes, Refinery29. Yes. I know. I know. I, I was really excited. I was pitching and pitching and pitching and pitching. You know, I sent it out to every. Mm-hmm. I reached out to my contacts and said, hey, I really have something to say here and I can't publish it myself, you know, because then no one will take it seriously. So, uh, you know, word got, count? Got what's contacts. the word count? Oh, well, OK. So I, it was supposed they, they said originally, you know, fifteen hundred. That'll do. You wow. know, and then I but then I, and they said, you know, we can give you fifty dollars uh, six months from now. And I okay. said, that's, that's interesting. I, my yeah. experience with them is that they pay actually one tortilla chip per word. And so, really? yes, mm-hmm. I don't know if that, that changed, like the scale moved or well, whatever. That's, I only get three quarters of a tortilla chip. So thanks for bringing that up. Oh, oh, so it's okay. So it's the money, but also three, you just didn't, yeah, you didn't mention that you, you just get three don't quarters get of, the a, entire, of a tortilla chip. 
You know, yeah. I mean, it's it, it could it could be a lot of things. It could just be the price of content is is sinking rapidly, which is something mm-hmm. I worry about. But mm-hmm. but I so but but you know, I engaged in a negotiation uh, with with the editor. She she was uh, twenty two years old. And so I said, you know, hey, I've got a little more experience uh, than you do, I think. And, and, and I think maybe I should be able to do 2,000 words and graphics, wow. you know, because I think that for this piece in particular, you're going to need a lot of charts to really understand what the impact would have been in terms of box office, in terms of stars, and in terms of uh, the distribution of, uh, of, of awards. And so I, I was able to secure, uh, you know, a, a contract with her. We've been back and forth, and right now it's running. It's secure running around thirty five hundred words right now, mm-hmm. uh, and I've only hit two thousand twelve in terms of impact. So mm-hmm. I'm actually I might end up taking the same essay, year as nineteen, the Widowmaker, there, <laughs> and turning it into a book proposal, and then sending that to to Harper Collins. You say like that uh, the person working it there was twenty two. Like it's a surprise, but it's called Refinery Twenty Nine because when you turn twenty nine, you are sent to a refinery. Mm-hmm. You yes, yes, and then they take out yeah they they take out all your blood. They make you real dry. Yes, and your mm-hmm. yeah your bones are refined into uh into gelatin. Right, and then they use that gelatin, and they you know put it in a, in a mold for a while, and then they get a new twenty two year old uh, you know after a few months of incubation, and that model has worked very well for them. It's not a perfect system, but it's a damn good one. And if you think you could do better, I'd love to hear it. I don't think anyone's uh, out contenting them. I I haven't read a sharper critique of Joss Whedon's work twenty years later. I'll say that right now. I haven't gotten my news anywhere else, <laughs> other than uh, have, other than Jordan Klepper when he was on. But uh, but that is a different oh, medium I miss entirely. Klepper. I hope they give Klepper another chance. Hollywood handbook. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes speaking of ready to go in just two minutes chef kevin is here with his new show the chef kevin factor where he creates fresh never frozen meals now this is different kevin i just want to i just want to establish it's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal the meal has to be ready it's not a recipe Mm -hmm. okay this is the meal you cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons? And what are some of them? It's one big add-on, okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise y- is the y- meal y- makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a fueled lot of these, up and feel good I know, good give you a ton of long. energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you in your bed? The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get 50% off. That's code theboys50 at factormeals.com slash theboys50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off. And Harry's agrees. Yeah. So what we want to talk sure about do. today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. We, we always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, Clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new... 
noted mascot. I don't know. Note for, taken for this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. We, what we want to talk I about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great, a ridiculous or fun situation that you were in. Okay, recently. Uh, That's the prompt. And that'll take us into discussing the Life product. Particularly funny, the product funny is. to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you you feel like there's a difference there? Like you? Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes. But that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste when it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not. I ordered a, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night. Like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they, they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous, but mm-hmm. but you but you do. <laughs> I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable. That's a come up. Overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional BOGO, products, baby! Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a BOGO as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but that's uh, deals what that are No, uh, but I, clean Harry, punk, actually Harry's, got two bottles, buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find funny? Yes, uh, yes, sure, but that you didn't. Yeah. So you're attuned to to this stuff. I got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat, and it somehow turned on. And you know that that was was something other people would find funny based on the responses you you were getting. A lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then, I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey guys, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was... About 19 dresses into receiving each one of the 27 Mm -hmm. dresses from the movie 27 Dresses before I found out how much it was costing that they intended to send me, by the way, this will shock you, 54 dresses if I did not cancel. And- I you know I you go, think oh, also well, that one's got an by, by like dress fourteen fifteen I think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses 
oh no, they were not from the movie. They didn't resemble anything from the no. movie. They were not, they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear. Yeah. And one of them was a dressing. Yeah. One of them was a, was it a, was a what, vinaigrette. Was a it was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the the dresses well yeah i mean you're talking about hollywood memorabilia you're talking about like ornate gowns you know yes. in some cases and so that was uh yeah that was costing me a lot a lot a lot a stop lot. wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys that's rocketmoney.com slash the boys rocketmoney.com slash the boys Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Now, Jamie's, you are mm-hmm. now doing this other smart podcast, and it's about this the classic books. Mm-hmm. And the book is Fajita. Talk mm-hmm. about this. It's Fajita. It's uh, also also by uh, Vladimir Nabokov. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He famously he famously kept a lot of notes. Uh, you know, fa- mm. fascinating guy. Made him made his wife carry uh, carry him around everywhere. Um, wow in a in yeah. like a baby bjorn or something right like or, it was yeah as they got older a bjorn became necessary but for the first 25 years of their marriage it was just just with her arms um mm. and and you know not not a not a critique on him at all but his weight did fluctuate and so she was sure. um you know but she would carry him around and he would write on these little note cards as she carried him around uh the block and he he wrote a draft. Um, I think this this would have been in the late forties, kind of a, a meditation on what it's like being a first generation uh, Russian in America, and it was called Fajita, and mm. uh, and it was. I mean, it, it was too controversial to publish, but mm-hmm. uh, after pulling some strings, I got I got a look at the note cards, and I. Well, you'll have to listen to the podcast, but I do agree. It's the most fucked up thing I've ever read in my life. I have a suggestion for the theme song. Oh, yeah. I'll do it right now. Please, please, please. Where's this going? No, 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 that, that, Vegeta. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I said it bad. I said it bad. Fuck. We can pick up just that piece. I, I have a an outro theme song. I mean, I know you, oh, you that's a- probably the way in, but I have a pitch. You don't have to use it, but. This is being recorded, right? We can just do that. Well, yeah, let's see if this, if this is a good take, we can just put that on. So it's. <clears throat> let's do it. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's baby back for heaters. Chili's baby back for heaters. Barbecue sauce for heaters. So. Wow. So that. That went really smoothly. I don't know. I mean, I, you know. I'm not trained or anything. I'm very, I'm quite musical. You're a kid. Uh, yeah. But I've, I have no training. I have no not like the um, 
technical piece of it makes no sense to me. I'd, and it, I think would ruin it because I'm quite musical, just sort of naturally. I mean, I can just hear in, in the way you, you attacked that note with such confidence. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would use, honestly, either of those. I think that, you know, Sean, your outro goes perfect into an ad for... I mean, I personally, I'm going to be so comfortable recording ads being like, hey, uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, uh, maybe you want some leggings that cost $500,000. Like, mm-hmm. I know that this is a, my, I, you know, it's like when you listen to a podcast and it's about, well, the murder of someone that they don't know, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, and you're like, oh, this is so sad. But then you're like, wait a second should I get a hello fresh? And then it's like, yes, you should. And, you know, put mm-hmm. in code innocent. Um, I think that, <laughs> and then you get 20 there. That would be a good experiment. If they were like, Hey, if, if you, you think, think they guilty, did it, you, you get 10% oh. off. If you will say on record, they're innocent. We'll give you 30% off. Wow. That's a good system. And then, Hayes, I think I can use that intro and then I'll just correct it at the end, at the beginning of every episode. I'll be like, he meant Fajita. And welcome to the show. And he said right after, say, and he actually said right after that he knew that it it was wrong (laughs) and that he said it bad. But he did. He he said that right after. He got nervous, but the, but you know, I I I think that the idea. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And say that was the first time I ever did it. And with mine, say that I panicked as well. In case anyone doesn't like it, say that I was I was having a panic attack actively, and that I didn't even intend to sing, and that that just kind of came out of me. Do say that yeah. I was. Do say that I was freaking out and visibly pretty upset, and like boogers were coming out and stuff. Hey everybody, that was my friend. Uh, it, was, uh, it was his first time doing Sean. it, and his name's uh, Sean. that was Sean. It does, it, that's and okay. That's okay. If you think if you think she's innocent, um, do I have a toothbrush for you? Mm. Now we can give some advice on the toothbrush ads if you need any guidance. Just sort of some do's and don'ts that we've encountered. Oh, okay. I would love them. Yeah, because I I I've gotten I've gotten some notes back from the toothbrush folks. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Do say it goes in your mouth. I have never That's a even. Do. Okay, I haven't. I haven't. Maybe I haven't been clear enough with with my fan base about that. Hmm. Yeah. Same. And if they say they don't want to do the ads anymore, mm-hmm. and then you just keep getting sent ads because somebody didn't get told, do <laughs> not tell them. And do, do the ads. just act like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Even if you've received two separate emails saying that they were very angry with you and did not want to advertise with you anymore. That's not the email that matters. The email that matters is the one that says, here's the ad for this week from a totally separate <laughs> person who hasn't talked to the like department in charge of those decisions. Well, yeah, that's that's just, I, I guess, uh, logic. Is, Especially if, and them, if you love the product, yeah, you love the product, relate? you know, who can I relate? Get, who, who can relate? You know, I just love the products separate from any name of any product or anything. Would you like if you mm-hmm. learned about your toothbrush that they were of such a superior quality and that the vibrating mechanism was so gentle yet effective that mm-hmm. if a burglar were to break into your house, like in the famous urban legend where the set of criminals shoved a family's toothbrushes up their butt while they're on vacation and then took photos of it with a camera. And when the film was developed later, the family uh, saw that they had been brushing their teeth this entire time with toothbrushes that were in their butt, that yep. actually this particular toothbrush could prevent that from ever occurring because the sensation mm-hmm. of having the high quality, and I'm not going to say the name of the toothbrush, but... No need, no need. I mean, I feel like it's implied. Now you say high mm-hmm. quality, you know what it is. Yeah, yeah you know exactly like, what well, it is because no it more. starts with a Q as well. And that it, the sensation <laughs> of having it up there would be so pleasant for the criminal that they would actually need to take it with them and not be able to complete the prank on you. Boy, wow. that'd make me sleep better at night. Yeah, it feels so safe. I would, I would throw my Nest Cam in the trash mm-hmm. and I would be mm-hmm. able, well, all I need is this high quality toothbrush. And they were mm. mad about that. <laughs> and they were being babies. They were being babies. That's that's honestly that's embarrassing they were, for them. They were rip shit. 
They, <laughs> they fucking rip on you guys? They went rip shit. I gotta be honest, they liked us a lot. Mm. They liked us a lot, but mm. it was because hmm. we were, uh, you know, we, 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 were, we, were, we were sucking up. We were sucking up big time. I needed extra tops, so I started sucking up. They sent me my tops. I recorded an extra ad. I'm like, hey, thanks for the tops, guys. And they, they said, hey, no hooked. problem. Yeah. I got, oh, I, I, got, I got a ton of tops. I got, I got a tops. cabinet full of tops. Mm-hmm. Listen, Jamie's, I'll, we I'll have to do... To them. Ja- one second. We have to do one of these books, smart podcasts. We are doing it. It's an emergency, okay. and we need to because we're dying. Right. Okay. So what? What are? What are we? Someone playing the tambourine. I think Kevin is. Kevin, are you playing a tambour? I just keep hearing tambourine sound. The listener won't hear it though. I put my tambourine plug-in on. (laughs) It's it's called D Tamb. It's a it's a soundboard. It's really loud for us. Going on. Yeah. I need perfect concentration to execute this podcast. This is okay. I remember what this is. This is Kevin, and this is really problematic in my opinion. Kevin mm. wants to be known around town as Jeffrey Tambourine. <sighs> Kevin, Kevin, I mean, maybe that would have been fun a couple years ago. I I know, but it's certainly not, fun not now. It's not funny anymore. No. Oh, that's so. That's honestly. I mean, there's just. I have a small list of people in my head that I'm like that would be so disappointing. And there well, he, it is. Uh, he has he has this Kevin is song. on that list for me. It would be so disappointing. This song called Jeffrey Tambourine Man that like <laughs> he does in this Dylan book. He's like, hey Jeffrey Tambourine Man, play a song for me. Larry Sanders and arrested and transparent rule. And it's like <laughs> I agree those are three good shows, but I don't know why you want to associate yourself with that person in particular. It's just not, I don't know. Jason Bateman likes my song. Yeah. And Will good. Arnett, they defended it. Oh, yeah, on Smartless. Uh, well, you know, okay. D- Kevin, that's that's a big letdown. And it's going to, and, and honestly, I think something that, that that you should keep in mind is that affects your friends too. And mm-hmm. that, you know. They want to be affect- involved? I only have one tambourine. I could buy more. Well, <laughs> Well, now anyone who's posted you to Maine has to reconsider, you know, and then there's going to have to be a new plugin to get you off of Maine. This is sunny all over again. You got to get scrubbed mm-hmm. from Maine. I'm the sunny. Well, yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. There. Well, we had to, you already had to scrub, you know, all of your and, yours and Sunny's collaborations. And so when I think the YouTubers find it, it's going to end, they start up. making essays. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's all going to make sense. They're like, well, these guys were working together yeah, in the mid 2010s. Of Sunny course, convinced this would happen. me. I was the innocent. refinery 29 circuit boards are going to crash. There's <laughs> servers roll overheat. Yeah, I have to confirm a few things, and then I got to I have to send out some proposals because uh, being early to this essay means that they'll get you fifty dollars in three months. Ooh, which is big. Which would be a, which would be really big for me. I have a question that involves a little bit of number crunching. And uh, just because we do have someone who is genius level on here, I wonder if you can figure out in terms of individuals, individuals Uh in this country who are responsible for the spread of Mm COVID-19. Would you say that our president is rapidly approaching Sonic the Hedgehog levels? Ooh. And if you could crunch the numbers on this, that would be great. Now, I'll do a little bit of crunching. I will say that that's a Refinery29 essay right there. Mm-hmm. Sonic the uh, Super Spreader. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly. I, I, would, I would say that uh, at this point, you know, you might as well just say it. We're all thinking it, and you might as well just say it. And I think that, uh, yeah, you should. I would, I would recommend... Uh, disseminating that news as quickly as humanly possible okay i never and when you put it that way it kind of all brings it into into like sharp focus for me Mm -hmm. suddenly you go maybe this guy's not doing a very good job i mean he's practically he's he's practically as bad as sonic (laughs) 
I totally agree. I totally agree. I think you got to get good graphics for that. If you if you fumble the graphics on that, I don't think that the message is gonna is gonna be very clear. If Sonic would have just worn a mask, things would be so different. Whatever. It's a. Mm-hmm. It happened. It's you know. <sighs> it's impossible. That would also have been easier for them to fix the. The first no one kidding. or the second one. No, they spent all this money redoing the teeth or whatever. It's like, was put, don't just fuck a mask, put a mask Yeah, if he had just been wearing a mask and staying inside, we Pretty could have avoided message. so much. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it would, have sent, it would have set a better precedent if Sonic had just stayed the fuck inside for that movie. Sorry to swear on the show. Gotta go fast. How about gotta stay home? <laughs> gotta stay home and socially distance, even from my roommates. Could have saved a lot of lives. I mean, when I watch Sonic, uh, I'm like, Sonic and uh, James Marsden, they're a little too close. They're a little mm-hmm. too close for my taste. Who directed that one? Was that? Um, that was me. That was your that boy. That was you. Yeah, was that, I was on the, yeah, was, I was at the, the helm kid. for that one. Wow. That, that was your dude, your main <laughs> dude right here. I was uh, on the ones and twos. And so, yeah, Sean physically uh, removed impressive. every one of Sonic's original teeth. Wow! Mm-hmm. For the reshoots, mm-hmm. yeah. that's impressive. I love. I, I. I mean, I admire the hell out of that. That it to me is on the same level. I mean, it's on the same level as as when you know the star plays two two parts instead of one, and he's mm-hmm. playing his own brother. And you're like, mm-hmm. now wait a second, who's in the reverse shot? And it's. Uh, but then the movie is so good, you forget. Yeah. What did you do with the teeth? Well, oh, what did I do? I mean, I got it. I grabbed my uh, Leatherman Skeletool and I, um, I pried them out. Mm. But like, what, what did I do with them afterwards? Yeah. Put them under my pillow. Oh, nice. Did it do anything? <laughs> I'm still waiting. You know, I'm still waiting yeah. on that. I'm dropping hints mm-hmm. around the house. Well, it'd be nice if Tooth Fairy would. Uh, I'll say this because we've talked about it. They stink. They now they stink. absolutely smell like shit. They smell really, really bad. Yeah. Well, they've been there since since They when? were made like, out of fish. Just for budget reasons, they were comprised mostly of fish meat. Pressed oh, fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just reads on camera. It's like how ice cream on camera is often just a scoop of mashed potatoes because mm-hmm. like the way the it light is the same it, to the yeah. lens and it's and you don't have to worry about it melting. And so, yeah, it was just easier. To I bet it was fish. a nice treat for Sonic as well. I mean, sucking on. Yeah, fish every once in a while, he could suck out one of his own teeth. That <laughs> mm-hmm. could work through lunch that way. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd think they would have been easier to get out. Okay, too, Sonic, but... can you? Uh, uh, Sonic's going to take lunch. Can we take one second for <laughs> lunch for Sonic, please? And then he would just suck on his mouth really hard. Yeah. Is that? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's a book that we do and we'll just do it like for one second? We only have smart like a book to podcast. Do the book. Smart book, yeah. okay. please. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. I'm. I, there, there, I don't have any books in, in this room. Let's see. And again, uh, have it be making so, fun oh, of me, God. please. Do you, I don't. You know. Okay. And she didn't uh, see any of the submarine movie, and I'm really sorry to do this, but like you have to have a book. I do feel for, like when you're in these situations, you talk about doing. Smart show. You have to have a book in behind me. your room, please. I, you're right. You're right. You're right. But for me, I, I have so many books that they're in. They're in a library, and that's just a whole separate room. I don't need books in my bedroom nice because recovery. you know I'm not. I'm not insecure. You know I don't need. I oh, what am I going to do? Read a book in my bed? No way. Here we can they're do this digital. one. Do I have a, so uh, many books here. You got a book? Okay. We knew this book? one. This one is called Spaceman's The Ultimate Book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We can do a podcast about this. So okay. how do you, like, you read it? You read it? Uh, you read it or, yeah, you read it first. And then you have, uh, you have your friends. Before anything, you don't, do a, you don't do an episode that's like, Okay, well, here I go. Or like, opening it up. Hey, what's yeah. well, what, Here's the copyright date. If, if you sort of, if you sort of know what happens, you can just kind of be like, "Nah, this is probably what it's about," and then just go back and skim and check. Just be like, "Oh, I think I was pretty close." And then no okay. one, no one listening is going to read the book. 
That's interesting because they listen yeah. to the show. They listen to the show for me to tell them what the book is about. This is called Spaceman, the Ultimate Book. So I have to assume yeah. that it's a biography of James Marsman, Sonic's friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? Is it a biography? Autobiography? I, I don't. I don't know. I haven't read that. He one. checks in every once in a while. It's mostly biography, <laughs> but he just verifies every James couple Mars pages. Man here. It's in a different like, font. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then where? What's your? What's your? He's angle? hanging yeah. on the top of the page. Kind of mm-hmm. like he can actually physically interact with the book. So he's Got like it. getting stuck in the middle sometimes. And he's like, holy smokes, like, let me out of here. He uses Cyclops powers. <laughs> splits yep. the book in two halves. Whoa. So what are you going to talk about on the podcast then? It sounds, the book sounds fucking awesome. And like yeah. you say, like. It, and it's there's a part there that's like uh, it says James Marsden is uh-huh. unhappily divorced and he takes his Cyclops powers and takes the un and he lasers it and the book starts burning in your hand. Actually, I'm very happily divorced. I really like. I mean, that's. I good don't even know it's... if that's true. I don't know if anything in this book is true. No, I don't. I I don't think I learned anything, but I had a blast. I mean, you watch him go on a journey, right? He's on his journey, and that's kind of more what matters. Is he's he's he goes to journeys. His truth. He does go to he journeys. Goes to journeys? A sneaker store, yeah. He gets wow. some rocket dog yeah. shoes. He's got. I, I bet he takes a little hat hook himself. He doesn't wait for an employee. He takes the hat hook himself. He says, "No problem, I've got this." And then he gets the hat right on top and just mm. tosses it over his shoulder. No problem. He is the worst. I just looked. Shit. Oh, is he? Is it happier? Does it specify on Wikipedia whether it's happy or unhappy? I didn't mean to talk about that. Wait, let's see. I didn't know if any of that was real. Well, it says in parentheses, uh, "happy, happily." Okay, good. Yeah, so it seems like it's probably not a big deal. Not a big deal. I wouldn't worry about it. It seems he he's gone on the record. And people, yeah, divorced. get pissed at me. It's like, okay, so yeah, you think James Marsden should have to stay married forever, no matter what is in his best interest or best interest of his family? Okay, I actually think he should be able to do whatever he wants. Oh, if, well, if you bring up James Marsden's marriage, people are people are just immediately going to come right at you and say, well, humans don't necessarily mate for life. The mob gets their pitchforks. Yeah, jeez, yeah. mm-hmm. no, it's so true. toxic, so toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Sonny's fan base. What is this March of the freaking Mr. Popper's Penguins over here? Holy shit. Dude, really cool at question. <laughs> When's this new show come out? Yeah, what time? Oh why it comes out at, at the end of November. What time? Don't uh, say the end of November. Oh, I know. I don't want to make you think about it. This uh, can I just say this month is going to feel so long sometimes i'm like is it october 312 yes and like what's a month and it's like october 512 that's what's been a problem with the marketing for this show is i say it comes out in late november and then everyone always responds with oh no not Not november November. i don't want to even make me think about november and then they Mm -hmm. shut it off they just shut it off before they i can shut off you saying that they they shut it up. They shut me out. They kick me out. They hang wow. up. Wow. By any means necessary, they stop engaging. Mm. It comes out in late November. Mm. And and we can be assured that Sonny will be punished by then, correct? Sonny will uh yeah, it's impossible to know, you know, where where uh where things are going to be with Sonny. Uh things are currently... Well, I think it would be good if you pledge that Sonny would receive a major punishment on Mike. Certainly between now and the, the punishment that Sonny receives does not have to be on Mike. Cause I don't want to just, yeah, I, I don't want, I, you know, I don't want to just, uh, berate my dog on Mike for a vulture write up. Right. You know, yeah. I I'll take you at your word that the punishment will be severe, but I think that promise would mean a lot to your listeners. I just, I, you know, I, I worry, uh, about, 
giving you know giving him too much of of a lead and knowing a punishment's coming because he then he might just run away. So I, I don't feel comfortable making that pledge at this time, but I will say that there is a pledge forthcoming. And if you follow me across all social media platforms, that's where I'll be giving updates on when the punishment is going to be happening, mm-hmm. uh, whether there is going to be a live stream link or whether it's actually going to be kept privately um, in mm. the family. The Sanishman. Wow. Yeah. It depends. Or I might just throw him to the skunks. It's kind of impossible to know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Feed him to a skunk. Yeah. He got sprayed in the mouth and the eyeballs by a skunk the other day. But stinky. he just, he just stinky, 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 stinky eyeball mode. Yeah. His eyeball still smells like a, a big skunk ass. Mm. But it is. Bye. What it is. Take a big whiff. Goodbye. 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 It's outward manifestation of an inner condition, if you ask me. Goodbye. <laughs> Hollywood Handbook. That was a headgum podcast.